All right. Hey, dude. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Brain Dump Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Wallacher with the Rock Solid Gym Method. That includes courses, journals, excuse me, one-on-one coaching, and oh, so much more. Here we are focused on the busy, overworked, too much on her to-do list woman who has hyper-focused on health with food and fitness and body image in order to have some sense of control when her life has just gotten out of hand to the point where it has completely taken over her life to a detrimental point and she is beyond done and so ready to make this change and to stop waiting for life to get easier for her schedule to open up for the dream body to come to actually start taking a break and going easy on herself and today is a very big moment and big realization and big reminder that this stuff takes time so here's the deal I want to cry <laughs> I want to cry so bad and there's no reason for it but there is a reason um your feelings are valid and they're there for a reason. And instead of getting frustrated with yourself, it's time to dissect them. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to take an outside perspective, still feel the feelings, but not let them fully control us to where we are out of control. Don't have a say all of that stuff. So I just got done with my workout. We're doing a max out week right now. And I'm fully realizing that, um, I'm not taking responsibility for my fitness as much as I am ready to now. So I've been doing this consistently again for about a year. Um, that's why I'm glad you found me because this work, when you do it on your own, it takes years of trial and error to figure out. And I'm so excited to help people fast track that so they don't have to do this for years and years and years and deal with the repercussions of it and working through it and falling back and everything like that. So, um, I'm like six, seven years into working on this stuff and fixing it. And, um, a pivotal point came up of old habits and beliefs that no longer serve me. But so it's max out week. I'm realizing that I still train and focus on it how I used to. And I'm ready for that. And I'm ready for that change of, I don't know what my max is. I don't know how heavy I can go. I'm just going to stick with what's comfortable and easy, but still want to lift more weights. And it's bitten me in the butt today. And it's a good, it's good information, but I'm letting the emotional side get to me. So it's good information that I can take moving forward. So our next strength cycle, I will be able to address it better and actually have a plan get it all figured out, have a plan, write it down and hold myself accountable to it. Yes, things might change day to day, but I'm going to actually follow a plan because if I do want to get stronger, if I do want to see what I'm capable of, it is beneficial to track that stuff. Now, like I had said, I am just a year back into consistently doing this. And I say, I'm so happy to help people with this to avoid it because when you are working through things and when you are working through change and healing the terrible relationship and the detrimental relationship that you have created with food and fitness out of your need for control, um, I needed to take a break and I needed to fall back in order to realize why I wanted to work out because I was on a strict schedule and routine and had this idea of what I needed to do in order to measure up and I needed to fall away from that and also just life was 
not easy and hard and it's been a weird few years but um I fell away from it and I think I was out of it for a year or two like off and on in the gym but I've been officially back for about a year now or at least coming up on a year um this month so I've been taking this year as just getting back into it seeing where I'm at and the following like the second year back fully I really want to see what my potential is but as we're getting to the year I'm seeing just how ready I am for that change which is good because then I can take all this information and address it so when I work with my clients I usually have them especially when they are very strict um, take a week or two weeks off of fitness entirely and it's hard and it's sucks and everything like that but it brings to light what they actually want fitness to look like in their life and for their life and for their goals so for me I still want to be the best version of myself possible but it's also hard and scary to say and accept and want that as well because for so long you have been why is this person not going um (laughs) For so long, you have been fighting an uphill battle that you can never win. You could never win. And there's a little bit of like romanticizing in that, of never being happy, of never being satisfied, of always wanting more. But when you're in a battle that you can't win, once you rearrange things and actually look at what you want life to look like and how it can actually be achievable, it can almost be hard to accept just how powerful you are and you can be like how much untapped potential you have been holding on to <laughs> oh no how much untapped potential you have been holding on to for so long that you haven't allowed yourself to actually use use and see what is capable of and it's like you've been masking yourself you've been masking your potential your greatness in order for something to be more digestible, to be easier to control, whereas this is fully you. It's very raw, it's very open. It's open for other people to have a say in, to think that they have a say in, to talk about, to whatever. The more you you are and the more open and out there you are, even just in your little world, the more remarks you're going to get whether you like it or not. And it's a lot of just accepting that. Accepting that and holding on to that power. So I was frustrated with myself because I could have done more, but I fell back because I saw other greatness around me and other people that were living out their full potential, lifting more or lifting less than what I'm capable of. But still... I saw that and I was frustrated with myself that I was still at the same because I'd been that way and I've I know that feeling oh too well but I'm I've grown past it so to see that I have kind of unknowingly kept at it and not realizing that I did actually want more was kind of hard to see because I've been doing a lot of work I've been doing a lot of progress which is great but once you fully realize that there's another part that needs to be changed, that needs to be up-leveled and addressed, it can be kind of hard. <laughs> it can be kind of scary to be like, 
there's one more part, there's one more discomfort that I need to address and move forward with. But it can also be very exciting. So having that in the back of my head, and then it was a biking workout, um, I didn't want to do it. I fully just let myself be stuck in my head with the terrible thoughts and the detrimental voices and it took me into a spiral and it just got worse with each round and there were only three and it was just calories and time on the bike but the third one I with 10 calories left just said shut up and went for it and I biked hard and I biked fast and got to the 40 cals that I needed but afterwards walked away and the voices slowly started coming back and I was tired and my lungs started like not expanding and I was having a panic attack again in the gym. First time I had a panic attack was at the gym when my life was literally falling apart and I had sold my home, I had moved out, I was planning on becoming a volunteer firefighter and living at the station and hadn't heard anything back and I was trying to find a place and was renting a place and then decided I wanted to change and I was I gave my months notice and then I needed it back but they had already found somebody so I literally didn't have a place to go and life was falling absolutely apart because I had taken a chance on myself and I wasn't solid I was terrified that I was being so vulnerable, that I was taking a chance on myself to grow my business and something that I was questioning so very much because I let outside voices in and give their two cents to millions of dollars that it weighed on me of what I should do with what I wanted to do. And that was the spiral that started the last few years. And it's been trying to get a foothold into who I am. So, this work is tough. There's so many layers to it. And I uncover a lot working with my clients, but there's a lot that goes on outside and after our time together. But it's the tools that you get where you're able to address it, where you're able to look outside in. You know how to take care of yourself. Like, I know that these feelings and emotions, like, are, are not going to help me. I know what I need to do. I know how to address it, but it's not something that can change right now. Like, this is going to be the next strength cycle. This is going to be me choosing to challenge myself and to find my weaknesses and be okay with that and be okay looking around and seeing how everyone else is stronger at it than me and I'm still trying to build up and that is okay because it's a challenge and when you're working out by yourself it's so easy to not have those comparisons because you're by yourself because you're by yourself and you're with other people that are training differently and you don't have an exact comparison whereas in group fitness As much as I love it, it does challenge you in ways of not comparing yourself. Good and bad. Good and bad. I love it. I don't know if I will ever change it. It's it's great. But there are areas I know where I need to set stronger boundaries with myself. Not with others, with myself. Because 
those detrimental thoughts and expectations of perfection for you still live strong in me. They're still there. It's just there are certain areas where I've addressed them better and they no longer serve me and they no longer have a footing to step into. So with that, how I work through it is I address it. I look at it outside perspective. Okay, why did this come up? What can I do to change it? What do I need to do? Okay, so is it something I can fix now? Yes or no? If yes, then take the steps to address it and work on that change. If not, if it's something that's going to take time and it's just a choice right now for the next time it comes around, for instance, the next strength cycle that I have in the gym, that I'm going to address it differently. And when that comes up, I'm going to need to consciously make that decision and make that choice. Then, okay, I will do it then. But how can I better take care of myself now? So a book that I've been reading that has been helped. I've been reading a lot of books. Okay. Audiobooks. Let's be honest. I listen to audiobooks, And if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you do as well because you consume too much, you consume so much information and you fit so much into your day that audiobooks are going to be the easiest because you don't need to take time carrying around a book and you can just listen to it as you go in the car, on your way to appointments, in between meetings, like walking around, whatever. But, um, it's do less is this recent one. And then the other one was about burnout. Um, but do less has been really good of addressing and helping me realize just how much what I do actually works. And that's the big thing for me is I know this stuff works and it seems like it's woo woo. Just follow your intuition, follow your heart, eat whatever you want. But there is physiological and psychological and deep down chemical things that do that it makes sense for. And I think that's been the biggest help for me is realizing all of that. I've talked about it in my podcast before. I deep dive with my clients as much as I can, but it's very much a chill perspective because I'm not that intellectually savvy that I can regurgitate that information in the scientific way that it should be. But the big thing is like our body doesn't understand stress in the sense of, um, I'm frustrated that I didn't lift as much weight and I know I can, and that has caused anxiety and panic in my life compared to I'm about to die. Like I need to outrun this. This is going to be a life or death situation. There is a feast and famine and things like that. Like it's not something that is directly going to kill me, but my body is addressing it still in that way. So I need to understand how to calm myself. I need to understand how to take care of myself and bring my stress and panic down. So before, like if it was a life and death situation, something was chasing you, you killed it and everyone around you supported you and like reminded you that it's going to be okay and it's going to be easy. So what I need to do, because I can't it's something that is going to be a future correction and I still need to address that I am safe, that this is okay, it's no longer gonna hurt me. I need to like de-stress, desensitize that. So what do I do to take care of myself? This is where experimenting is huge and the more you do this, the more you build off of, the more information and 
um, tools you have in your back pocket to pull out from, to pull out and use. So when I am stressed and anxious and it's something that I know what I'm going to do, I have the information moving forward, but my body is still nervous and is still panicky and felt like fight or flight, like panic attack mode. I feel exhausted and drained. How can I better like deal with that? Um, I know that taking naps and resting is going to be really good. Um, as much as I don't like it, I do. Uh, hugs also have been shown. If you hug somebody, hold your own, and they hold their own. I think she said like 25 to 30 seconds, which can seem like a long time, but it allows your body to trust and feel safety. So I'm going to see my boyfriend tonight and I'm going to just ask for a hug later. And that's something that I can easily get. If I can't have a hug, then how can I, or if I'm by myself and I tend to self-isolate and us women that are do the absolute most and run on our own and don't ask for support very often. Um, we tend to self isolate. Like I was by myself for years and that's where I felt safe, but it was because I didn't want to show emotion to anybody else. I needed to be the strong one that was in charge and capable. So I self isolated. And if I needed to cry, I went and cried by myself. So if you're not there yet where you can be vulnerable with somebody or you don't have anybody in your life to be vulnerable with one, maybe that's something we need to work on. <laughs> I am still working on that. Um, I'm getting better, but, um, weighted blankets, um, making yourself a fort <laughs> and going in that, um, baths have been really good. If you don't do baths, take a nice hot shower, um, listen to some soothing music, listen to something that isn't educational, that isn't going to like be extra work, like allow yourself time, do something that is a hobby for yourself that doesn't need to be work that isn't a side hustle that isn't going to progress you moving forward and make you a better human being it can just be something that is good for you and you alone do nothing watch a movie let your mind go blank and that can be so hard but it is so worth it and it is so good for you to do I know it took me time to get out of being stressed and anxious watching a movie because I wasn't doing enough or I wasn't doing anything. You need to be able to rest. You don't need to go 24 seven because that is what we idolize. Take rest, take time for yourself. And that is going to help you moving forward. It's going to help you be a better person. It's going to help you deal with stress. It's going to help you deal with anxiety. It's going to help you better understand how to change things. It's good for you. So if you are at this point where you are tired and exhausted and you just cannot do it anymore, you would rather just give up everything, give up on your dreams, give up on your goals, give up on your success, give up on everything that you have worked so hard to just have a normal life. But you want to have a better relationship with food and fitness. You want to still have that as a part of your life. You still want to accomplish the things that set your soul on fire. But you are just done going it alone and trying to figure it out and feeling like you were doing it wrong. I would love to support you through this. I just opened up my one-on-one -on -one coaching. I've changed a few things. 
It used to be six months long. It's now only three. It's a three month commitment and I have lowered the price drastically. (laughs) Um, I wanted, I was listening to so many other people and voices of what I should do, but this is what I feel is worth it for where I'm at and what I want to give. It's three months, 8K pay in full or 3000 a month. Yeah. Um, you get biweekly calls with me over Zoom where we dive deep into everything. You get me on Voxer, which is voice and text messaging app, um, Monday through Friday. I'll check it a couple times a day and we will in real time work through the things that you are working on changing and reminding yourself that you are capable and powerful. You get access to all of my courses, all of my trainings, all of my journals. I will send them to you and we can address those as they happen as well. So you are fully engulfed in this change and fully supportive. And we make this work for you where you are at. So if you are interested, feel free to check out my um, website. There is a little bit of an application form just to kind of get to know you a little bit more. If not, um, feel free to message me on Facebook or Instagram and we can chit chat in the DMs. Um, website roxelgymmethod.com r-c-k-s-l-d-g-y-m method.com um, if that's not it or you are looking to kind of ease your way into my world I do have courses and journals available from uh, $2,000 to $12 so there's a big range but um, I also have free stuff as well but just know whether you are going to invest financially into my work or time-wise into everything that I've created and have available to you. I have a hundred podcast episodes with all of this information in it. It's worth it. It's so hard and it is physically and emotionally draining, but it is the best thing I ever did for change. It wasn't adding more time into my day. It wasn't making more lists or more schedules or saying yes more. It was taking a step back, working on this stuff, and actually feeling like I knew what I was doing. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a fantastic day. You can do this. You are not alone. And I will talk to you again very, very soon. Bye-bye.